0: Welcome back into the great Scott show sponsored by suit Up. joining me now raging Cajun baseball coach, Matt Deggs, Um, Matt. I'm going to start with a question that doesn't have anything to do with what we're going to talk about moving forward. But when you played college ball at either Alvin junior college or Northwood, did you guys have walk-up music back then? Like the guys do today, or was that just not even a thought?
1: No. That was not a thing back then. Uh, we didn't have it. Uh, I think the first time I ever saw that was, uh, the Aggies in like 88, 89, something like that. But we did not have that. No.
0: Is there, I mean, look, you're, you're an old school guy. You said as much, do you like that stuff or is that just kind of like, are you indifferent to it? Like, is it just kind of background noise?
1: No, I like it. I, uh, If I had one, it'd be bad company by bad company. All
0: right. All right. I'm going to have that queued up next week when I bring you on out of the break. (laughs) Make sure I've got it ready to go. But uh, I kind of dig it too, man. Now, you can always, I feel like you learn a little bit on the outside about a player. But for some of the guys, it's like, are they, are they, okay, they're a jokester. Okay. This gets them fired up. It's intensity. But it's a little bit, it says a little bit about each of their personalities. I kind of dig it as well.
1: No doubt. No doubt. It gives you a little insight as to who they are. I honestly don't hear them. I couldn't name one of them. Uh, I, I don't hear uh, anything. And I'll get a question when I get home or whatever. Do you like so and so's walk up song? Honestly,
0: I've never heard it. If it's not bad company, then it's just bad company. Get it out of here. <laughs> Coach Matt digs our guest, DSP in 1420. Um, Coach, I want to start with the weekend and, and kind of work from um, from Friday up until um, yesterday. So let's start with Friday night because uh, I talked to you after that game along with Spencer Arrigetti And, um, you know, Friday, I know you said that there were some pop-ups and other things you wanted, but overall, it seemed like he really established some dominance on the mound and a lot of the things that I think you would want to follow did. It seemed like Friday night, a lot of things were clicking for you guys.
1: Yeah, but I think if you look Really, it was a huge week for us coming in, uh, coming off an 0-4 tough, tough road swing, uh, and it started at Nichols, and because that's traditionally just a very, very tough venue, uh, and we were able to find a way to win a ball game there, and it carries over into Friday night. Obviously, it it starts with the guy on the mound. But, you know, if you look back at some of our best played games this year, the common theme is Spencer Getty's on the mound, and so it starts right there. And it, in my mind, the two best games we've played is the seven to two win against La Tech, and if you pay attention to what they're doing right now, it's pretty good. Uh, they've beaten Arkansas, Ole Miss, just swept Tulane, uh, all in a row, and so that's a really big win for us right there. And then uh, Friday night was a was a great win that uh, was really wanting us to carry over into the rest of the weekend.
0: What what how, what is he like when you're doing? Um when you guys are you know simulating a game in practice i mean is he he's so he seems to be so calm and low key when we speak to him i mean obviously you could kind of see some intensity kind of bubbling on the surface and then when you watch him on game day it's different is he does he change a little bit when he's under the lights so to speak i know not every game is at night but you know what i mean or is it kind of the same thing when when you guys are doing it in practice
1: no, nah, that's pretty much what you see is what you get, and he's gotten us several times in practice, and that's pretty much uh, how he goes about his business. And you know, there's a little bit more intensity. Obviously, the volume's turned up a little louder when the lights come on, uh, but that's <laughs> he's the he's the genuine article. That's just who he is.
0: You mentioned the game against Nichols. One point I want to make that that'll kind of segue into uh, the Saturday and Sunday games is. Uh Austin Bradford got the save for you guys. I was talking to Bab about him uh last week as I was asking him, you know who's a glue guy for the team that you know it, you really need him in the clubhouse and on the team he might not get as many headlines. uh and he said Austin Bradford, if you could speak for a moment on what he brings to the table and what he means for the team, aside from just getting that big save on Tuesday, just what he brings to the table in terms of team camaraderie, stuff like that.
1: What you see is what you get, and and he's the same guy every single day. He's already graduated. He he takes care of his business in the classroom. He works extremely hard, and he never lets his personal performance dictate who he is or uh, how he goes about his business. So coming into that save, I think he had thrown an inning maybe, and uh, maybe a little bit more. And he just went about his business, same guy, every single day and and, uh, deserved that opportunity and went in and made the most of it.
0: Coach Matt Deggs, our guest, ESPN 1420. Saturday and Sunday, Coach, uh, a common theme early in the game, you guys got behind the eight ball early and um, you said want to clean it up. No errors on the stat sheet on Friday, but some early ones the last two days. How much more difficult does that make the rest of the game when you're facing a team like TCU that can that can pitch the way they do?
1: It's extremely tough to, to fall behind the eight ball like that and and then face, let's just look at Saturday, a lefty throwing 94 with 84-mile-an-hour slider. And uh, and then yesterday, probably as good arm as we've seen. Uh, the Ray kid, he's up to 97, and... Uh, with a really, really good power hook and, and and just a wipeout change up that he had command of for the lefties. Uh, and so it it makes that that mountain a little bit taller to climb. not not that it's insurmountable. And uh, my expectation is that we would be able to chip away and find a way back into those games because that's what really good teams do. And so if if one part of your game falls or falters, the other side's got to pick it up and that's something that we're yet to see.
0: I remember talking to you last month uh, after the series at Tulane on Sunday night, um, and I said, you know, I think I asked you, did you learn something new about this team? And you said, look, there, you can practice and, and, and simulate a lot, but until the bullets are flying, you don't know. Fast forward to a month later, is there there's something you've learned about the team here over the last week that you didn't know?
1: Not really. Uh, you know, I think the, the biggest, uh, you know, the, the thing that, that really stands out are the inconsistencies. And that's something that's got to become more consistent in all three phases. Uh, and And that's something that we've got to continue to work on. If you just look at TCU over the last two games, they beat us at our own game. And what I mean by that is they filled up the strike zone. They got after the routine play. They made some great plays, and then they were very, very productive offensively. And then when they had the kill shot, they took it. And you know, let's let's look at the running game. Yesterday, they still forced able to execute bunts. Uh, they run the ball out of the ballpark when it matters. And all of these things are components of our game that we just have been inconsistent
0: at. Um. ESPN, 1420 and .com, you said that uh, there was not a message to the theme yesterday. You were going to kind of let it simmer, sit on it, reflect, and and then talk with them on Tuesday. Uh, after having a night to kind of sleep on it And the next morning, do you feel anything different, anything come to mind uh, that you, you maybe didn't feel or were feeling yesterday after that loss? Because I know – you know, in the heat of battle right after a game, sometimes you got to kind of step away a little bit and look at things.
1: Right. I don't like getting outplayed at our game, and that's exactly what happened to us yesterday in all three phases. And th- to me, that that's, that's just not something that's acceptable. And so we'll continue to work. I don't know that a lot has to be said. Everybody went through it. And uh, this is a great opportunity this week to work and get better and get ready to start a brand-new season on Friday night against Coastal.
0: Yes, yeah, Sunbelt Conference play getting underway against the team that won a national championship just five years ago. Uh, what's the what's the practice layout this week, Coach, in the approach week games as you guys get ready to play four against Coastal beginning this Friday?
1: Well, first, we've got to have cooperation with the weather. And uh, looking at the forecast, you know, it's going to be kind of hit and miss. And, uh, so I, what I would like to do is play. And what I mean by that are simulate games Tuesday, Wednesday, and have a great pregame practice on Thursday and get ready to go, get some guys out there that may not have thrown a bunch, and get some guys, some a that need them, and uh, just continue to work to master our game.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot different when you have to go in the indoor uh, than whenever you get to, to, to practice on the field and for obvious reasons. But speaking of, of Russo Park, uh, the – layout of it right it's different than it was a few years ago uh when you were an assistant coach and now in your second season as head coach here you you referenced it on friday night about trying to catch every pop-up that goes up how much have you had to adjust to it and from a baseball standpoint from a fan that might not understand it just when the aesthetics of a ballpark change and the layout change how much does that impact the game itself and you know, getting the guys prepared for it, if you will.
1: Well, it's very subtle, right? And, and so you, you, you have a day or at least had a history with it. And, and obviously we've got one of the top stadiums in the country and you wouldn't change a, a thing about it. Uh, but what it's created is some, some, uh, some jet streams and, and then some swirling winds. And so you have to understand that if there's a north wind, Uh, it's going to swirl and it's going to push everything back into play. And you can't overrun a pop-up. You can't drift on a ball to the outfield. And even with south winds, where where it appears to be blowing in from center, it might be actually blowing out to right center. Uh, So there's just little nuances that that you you need to use to your advantage uh, whenever we're playing at home.
0: Coach Mac has been our guest and um, appreciate the time as always, Matt. Uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns welcome in Coastal Carolina. Four games now, three of them are conference games: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. A week from today, the they have a uh, matinee. Monday matinee, eleven a.m. for a fourth game. And uh, is the is the pitching approach or anything else different, Matt, when you've got four games in four days as opposed to your traditional weekend conference series?
1: Most certainly. And I think the name of the game there is you've got to eat some innings out of your, and you know, right now, uh, we're, we're getting that out of Aragetti, and, and we've got to get that on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, coastal is going to be one of the best hitting ball clubs we've faced all year and, uh, will be one of the better ball clubs we've faced all year. And that's saying something, uh, cause we've seen some good ones, but, uh, most certainly, you've got to get some guys that will eat some innings, and you do that by attacking the strike zone and us fielding and, and making routine plays behind them.
0: Always appreciate the time. All the best, Matt. We'll talk to you again. Uh, well, I don't know if we'll be able to talk to you next Monday. Um, you guys play that day. We'll figure it out, if not maybe Tuesday, one way or another. I always appreciate you joining me on Monday mornings on the show, and um, best of luck this week. I hope the weather cooperates, and we'll talk to you again soon. Have a great day. You got it.